Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. You are now joined with Victor Speck. Uncle CB is missing today, but we got some new guests for y'all. <laughs> um, say hello, bro. What's good? What's good? What's popping? What's going on? What's going on, people? So we got uh, we got guest Akinde. We got uh, Paul Katz and AC. AC. All right, guys. You wanna? Uh, we'll start off with. Uh, I know Akinde has already been on the show, so we'll start off with. Uh, uh, Paul, can you do your introduction? Um, wait, what your background and uh, the football club that you love and why you love it? All right. Okay. Listen, my name is Paul Katz. Like. I'm Zambian in America, Atlanta, and I'm LC. And um, why why I supported Chelsea is because uh, I really like Frank Lampard. That's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't we all? Don't we all? He's a legend, isn't he? <laughs> My favorite player of all time. That's good. That's good. And we also joined uh, with AC. Um, AC, can you do a, a quick background on yourself and uh, the club that you love? Yeah, so AC, Ahmad, um, I live out in Florida. My uh, my team is Liverpool. I love Liverpool. <laughs> I've been um, – the thing that made me love Liverpool is the history. The um, I'm real big on history, so – all of the trophies, all the past legends, John Barnes. That's what really took me to Liverpool. So yeah. But Okay. Okay. So we got a we got a very interesting uh contrast today of uh of of uh guests. And uh Akinde, mm-hmm. you were on the show last time and you did an introduction, but just go ahead and tell the people sure. again what you're about. Uh name is Akinde. I live in Calgary and uh my my team is Man United. Been supporting them since '09. Mm. Okay. And why? What? What made you love Man United? I think I had to probably do with my dad. My dad is an Arsenal fan, so uh-huh. even when I was like younger, I'd always hear him probably talking about Sir Alex Ferguson and United. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why or how um, I decided to be a United fan because my dad does not like United at all. So. <laughs> that's uh that's quite interesting too because for me it's, it's kind of like the same thing too because my dad was uh my dad's a heavy arsenal fan he wanted me to love arsenal so much but i ended up loving chelsea <laughs> <laughs> but that's the way it is but uh let's get on let's get on to uh to, to talking about things that we love here which is obviously football and that's the reason why we're on this podcast of course um so we'll start off with uh, with the with the prem games today, and uh, obviously Manchester United played against Atleti in the in the uh, UEFA Champions League. And uh, how do you feel that went, Akinde? Wow, um, that game that game was terrible. <laughs> that game, that game, I've never, bro. I, like I'm I'm going to say this one. Okay, so when I was on the show last time with your brother Ben, right. my score prediction was two zero. I thought that because like the only reason why I thought that is because of the way we've been playing, you know, 
during um the time Ragnik has been here. Like the chances we've been creating has been way more better uh, than under you know Ole. And so I thought that going into the match, because of the way Atletico Madrid have been playing too, I thought that we were just going to like I thought we were gonna, you know, have a comfortable match. But then I realized it's United and it's also Diego Simeone. And that nigga is the bitch, bruh. So like the first half was just like it was so I don't know how we we drew that game because the first half was very terrible and then like Ragnik Ragnik said after um the game he said that um after the first half he couldn't see it getting any worse and it didn't yeah. get worse it got better but you know I like it got better but like it wasn't still up to what I wanted from the team right and do you, do you do you think um basically what Ragnik has been doing so far has been uh has been a source of a kind of like a change in Manchester United for the good, or is it just oh, yeah, gotten worse? One hundred percent. Um, it's just that it's just the quality in the team. Still, yeah, that's that's the only thing. Like you can, you guys can, you can go and check it up. You've seen like we've there's we've seen a difference. There's definitely been a difference. Um, like we have we have a system now where we do create chances, and the right. way we defend too. We don't get beat easily like that, like you know when Ollie was here. So, like I see it, I definitely see a change. It's just the quality in the team, starting from mm-hmm. the you know the, the um, defensive line, midfield line, and then obviously the attacking line too. So, right, yeah. I but, think uh, honestly, yeah. in my I think honestly, Ragnick needs to uh, bench Ronaldo. I don't think Ronaldo needs to be playing honestly. I don't understand why he's still playing because no. we talked about this in the last in the last podcast when I did it with Uncle CB, and basically I said Ronaldo needs to retire, and I'm pretty sure there's some people over here as well that will side with me on that comment. <laughs> <laughs> Ronaldo oh, no. haters. I for me, you are completely like okay. So let's start all the way back uh, in uh, in September, August. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing what I'm bringing um Ahmad into this um so we got Ronaldo and of course whenever you get like someone you know of that name like what's the first thing you guys would probably do wouldn't you guys be like excited he's a legend he's mm-hmm. a legend right of course, he's a legend. Of course. but Ahmad saw the light before I did and this, oh yeah and this nigga like now, just looking at everything that's been happening, he has been completely like he's been hundred percent right. Uh, Amod like, was the first person in the group chat to say, "Oh, getting Ronaldo is going to ruin this team," and I didn't want. Even though I've it seen it, it was it, it, hold up, Akinde, hold up one second. It wasn't. It wasn't a mad that was the first person to say it. It was no, no, me. no. I'm saying, I'm saying, no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying the first person I saw say in the group chat. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't know if someone else has said it, but the first person I saw say in the group chat was Ahmad. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I've seen like you know, Ahmad was like you know, oh, Ronaldo is going to, you know, he's going to the chemistry is going to go down, everything like he's going to ruin the team. I didn't want to believe it, even though right. I've seen it before. I've seen it at Juventus and I've seen it at uh, Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. He's like, like I, I compared 
the other day I compared Ronaldo to LeBron. Ronaldo's like LeBron. Everywhere he goes, this dude, like if he leaves or if he stays, there's something is going to be terrible. Something bad is going to happen with the team. The chem- team chemistry is going to go down. That's mm-hmm. that's a given. It's just because of you know who they are. So um fast forwarding to now, this nigga Ronaldo is ter- he is oh my goodness, bro. Wow. Wow. <laughs> he is terrible. <laughs> He should wow. go. I don't even know if he'd make it. I said he should go to MLS. I don't even know if he'd make it, bro. He is <laughs> terrible. Wow. This is not the Ronaldo that was with United, bro. This dude, every time I see this dude touch the ball, he either slips, cries about it, or just loses control of the ball. So much hate. <laughs> it is terrible. Like, and oh, like it's it is it's bad. And we're, we're, we're joined with Ahmad. Ahmad, would you like to touch on this uh, subject? Oh, my God. I am, guys, I have to, I'm going to tell you guys the truth about Man United. I am, I'm worried about Man United. And, you know, privately, <laughs> no, seriously, privately, I bantered Man United, but that's only because I respect the hell out of them. Man mm-hmm. United is the biggest club from England. And it's, it's a big, 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 big club. But the problem is that they buy people for not to play football. They buy people to sell jerseys or they don't. The recruitment is so bad. Like you, how can you be play for Man United? Aaron Juan Bisaka, you play right back. You can't attack (laughs) like, bro, Gary Neville wasn't the best right back, but he was solid. He could do everything Facts. that you needed to do. He could Facts. pass the ball. He could mm-hmm. cross. He could defend. 100. But, and then Juan Bisaka. Then <laughs> we we can go to Harry Maguire. 80 million pounds for that, bro. It's, I'm so, I'm really worried about them because the thing is, when you make bad decision after bad decision, it has long effects. It's not like, oh, we're just going to be bad this year. It's going to carry on. And then I, I just, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. They got this kid now, Mason Greenwood. He was so good. This was, that was my favorite player. He was, he's so good. And I could see him playing at Man United in the first team. He wasn't progressing. He was getting worse, mm-hmm. worse. Then Ronaldo came. He was the leading scorer before Ronaldo came. Then Ronaldo came. He's playing on the right. He's on the bench. Then the whole situation happens with him, and now we don't know anything about him anymore. It's over. Right. Just like that. I I, I always I always was saying that uh, uh, Ronaldo being bought was like a panic was was a panic emotional buy. Because City were going to get him, and then they, they, they were all of a sudden like, "Oh, we don't want Ronaldo to go out, go to our rivals." That just wrecks our name. But they should have just let him do what he needed to do and just go, just go. They make who knows, who knows. I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and say maybe um, Greenwood's situation right now would be way better and he wouldn't be in jail. But, <laughs> but honestly, this. It could, it's, it's a possibility that he, uh, Ronaldo being here kind of affected Greenwood in a sense, you know? Yeah. 
And uh, it's actually it's uh, it's such a shame because Greenwood wasn't a good path, and Ronaldo does leave a lot of destruction in his wake because once he becomes, once he gets into any team, the team now has to adapt to playing a system that's suitable for him, but not the team. So when it comes time for the team to produce, they don't know how to produce anymore because they've been leaning so much on Ronaldo to do it, right? But uh, hopefully, I hope, I prayed, and and I I thought this was the season where we're actually gonna see um, for like the the powerhouses come back come back into the into the um, the top four. But yeah. who knows, man? Like um, it might not be. It might not be this year. Maybe next season. I just think they need to stop making stupid buys and start focusing on the football that they're playing more than anything. So, uh, Paul, would you like to touch on anything? Well, I've heard what you guys have said about Ronaldo. You know, it's justified. Of course, you guys can understand Ronaldo. I feel like Ronaldo is still the best striker in the world. I just mm-hmm. feel like Ronaldo is still the best striker in the world. But you don't. You, you certainly don't mean now, do you? I mean, okay, let, okay. Let, let me <laughs> let, 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 let me let me say something here. Me, okay. Akinde, and uh, I'm out of question. Okay. Okay, Ronaldo. Yes, he's he, he's getting older, but as a team like Manu, you bringing Ronaldo to your team. I mean, look at the team that Ronaldo's working with, bro. Look at Maguire. Like I'm, you just said, look at. I mean, Mamba Saka can't even cross the ball over there. Uh, Ronaldo's not getting no service. You got uh, a Bruno that uh, that was the, last year was saying he's better than KDB. I mean, you got who else? You got on your on your team? You got Pogba who can He has nobody to give him anything, and you guys have written him off this year because he has nobody. Ronaldo's right. job now is to just stay up front, but. United are not using him the way they're supposed to use him. So you guys over there, you've seen Ronaldo. He's frustrated. He's competitive. I mean, I understand he's not the same Ronaldo that he was back in the day. But he still got soccer IQ. He's still Mm going to put that thing in the net. But, bro, Rashford, really? Greenwood over there raping girls? Come on, bro. (laughs) There's not a team over there to to give Ronaldo... What he needs. So now you guys have written him off. You just guys, you guys just seen the US, whatever Champions League. He brought them there. They, he has no help. Okay, so Ronaldo wasn't playing good in the athletical game. He had no. He, he missed everything. Whatever. But what Bruno can't show up too. But I I wouldn't say it's just the athletical game. Now now actually moving forward, Manchester United played Watford on um, Saturday. And uh, this game was actually tied at a dead dead end zero zero, and I'm pretty sure Ronaldo had like a couple of chances, but couple. who knows what he's doing? Uh, I can, I'm pretty sure Akinde wants to touch on this. Vic, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Rick>, couple. <laughs> I don't think you watched the game properly, my brother. All right. So first of all, to, um, sorry, Vic, for going back on this, but uh, what's it called? Paul wanted me to answer this about the Ronaldo thing. Okay. Uh-huh. First of all, Greenwood raping has nothing to do with the squad manager. We do not talk about, we do not talk about Greenwood anymore. All right. All right. Number two. 
You said Ronaldo, look at the team Ronaldo's playing with. I do recall myself saying in this show that under Radnick, we have gotten better with our chances. Have you? Creating chances. Creating chances. If okay. you can see, there was, okay, so if you can see, there was something I saw on Twitter. My United over the last four, I think four or five games, I think, I don't, oh, I think it's three, three games have generated like 10.99. I forgot what it was. I forgot what it was like. It was some stat that was crazy. And we've only scored three goals from them. And in all those games, who has been up top? When we Ronaldo? Chances. All right, yeah, Ronaldo. All right, so you, you're, you're always, okay, oh my, bro, you and Jenner, you guys are always in the, in the in the IG saying, oh, who is the reason why we got to the Champions League? Uh, to the Champions League of uh, uh, um, what's called um knockout stage? Who was of course it was Ronaldo. But did you see what we were doing on the Ole? We had nothing. We had nothing. It was it was cross the ball and then pray pray to God Ronaldo scores. That was what it was. We had nothing, and plus also. Pogba too was not playing. Pogba was injured during this time. Pogba coming back now was, it was a huge boost for us, and you can see it clearly. I've had I enough mean, of Bruno. Uh, oh my god, bro. I've had enough of Bruno, bro. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't want to slap, bro. If I would talk about Bruno, I would go on and on. But I've had enough of Bruno, and okay. I think that I'm, not, I'm not done. Wait, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. Also. The only the reason why Maguire now it's come like it's starting to click now because I was getting you know I was getting pissed at Ragnik every time he played Maguire. The reason why Maguire is still playing right now is because he's the captain. I understand, yes, like bro, that that's why I said that's why I called Ragnik a puppet. Because if this was Klopp, Pep, uh Conte, they don't give a damn. They would not give a damn if he was their captain. They would have benched this dude by now. They wouldn't give a damn. Fuck it. Arteta too. He wouldn't give a damn. Look what he did to Aubameyang. They wouldn't care. But Ragnik has see, Ragnik has come into the you know into the team. He's coming to into that role. He doesn't want to do too much because it's just a you know, he's an interim manager right now. After he's done being an interim manager, he's going upstairs. And I can't wait for that. But that's the only reason why Maguire is playing. And Wambasaka, Wambasaka has not been playing like that, and we saw some, we saw improvement. Wambasaka has been playing even in the last like two games, but we've seen a little bit of improvement from him. But it's not, you know, it's not still to United standard. So all this talk about oh, Ronaldo, even when bro McTominay playing on the Ragnik has looked good. It's not been the best, but it's looked good. Like the the team, what to call Sancho too? He's looked good. Elanga has looked good. It's all in the system. The like the two dudes I'll say haven't pro- probably performed uh, well. Three dudes actually: Maguire, Ronaldo, and Bruno. Those are the three dudes I would say have not probably performed under Ragnar. Because the amount of chances we have, it comes usually generates from Ronaldo or Bruno. If you saw in the Watford game, like we're talking right now, if you saw in the Watford game. The, Bruno was 
Bruno was um they sent they, they played a through ball in for uh what's called Langa played a through ball in for Bruno. Bruno was one on one with the goalkeeper. I've seen the pictures now back again. Ronaldo was on the side. This is what I say about Portuguese. I don't know. I don't like Portuguese. They are so selfish. Their egos are too are too high, bro. Like Bruno, Bruno was one on one with the keeper, but he had Ronaldo at the right, wide open for a tap in. What did Bruno do? He wanted to, you know, he wanted to boost his stats, and then he misses the chances. There were plenty more chances Bruno had. Than Ronaldo had too. So that's what I have to say for that. Very, very interesting uh, conversation there. Um, so, um, Akinda, I just want to pose you a question real quick. Um, what is it that United have to do in order to find success the rest of the season now? There is no success in this team, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, there's no. If you yep. saw, watch. If you watch the Watford game, like I said, I've said this. I already said this one on was in a show before. I said I uh, ben, ben asked me if United were making top four. I said no, we're not making top four. And Saturday clearly showed why we're not making top four. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's just quality that's not in the team. If we want to yeah. have success, for me, I've I've said this so many times. So like, so, success for United will probably come in like the next three five years. That's just the way I see it because this team is just, it's so like the team is just from top to bottom, from the, from the owners all the way to the, to the uh, managers, like not even, sorry, not the managers to the players. It's just, we're just in a mess right now. And I don't even, I don't see us getting top four. Even if we beat um, Atletico Madrid, look at the other teams are going to play. Did you see it, bro? Atletico Madrid? are not known for keeping possession. Did you see how they were playing around us in the first half, bro? Who wants mm. the game? They were playing around us in the first half, bro. Like, mm. that's Atletico Madrid, and they're sixth in La Liga. Sixth! Like, yeah. come on. Like, I don't see... Like, we lost to Middlesbrough in the FA Cup. I don't know who we lost to in the Carabao. But Premier League... Yeah, actually, I think you guys, you guys lost to Liverpool, right? We lost to... Was it Liverpool? In Carabao? I'm, I'm oh, not. No, no. I know it's some Fufu team. It's some Fufu team that we probably lost to. Because that's, <laughs> that's just United, bro. And then, okay. what else? That's, yeah, those, those, so, FA Cup, we're out of it. We lost to, of all teams, Middlesbrough. Um, Premier League, I think we're already out of it now because Arsenal have three games in hand. Champions mm-hmm. League, even if we beat Atletico Madrid, uh, the remaining teams, Bayern Munich, um, Paris Saint Germain. Uh, who else? Can we play English teams in the next round? Yes, in the quarterfinals. Man City, Chelsea. Like, come on, these teams. Like, Chelsea was just in the finals, bro. Come on, these teams. Like, Tuchel, Pep. Like, do you think? Do you think we're going to get uh, what's called Ragnick is going to outsmart Pep with the team we have? Do you think he's going to outsmart freaking Tuchel with the team we have? If it came down to to um to a knockout stage. No, I don't like the, our team is just not it's not built for like they're not they've never they've not been in these situations often. So guys, I got to say this about I don't want to bash Ronaldo really, especially uh, here me. we go. Because <laughs> Ronaldo is this is a guy that I used to look up to when I was younger, that was my favorite player when I was like 
really watching soccer all the time in middle school. He was electric. Oh my goodness. From like, he was young. So he came to England. He was young. He was doing the step overs, putting guys like Ashley Cole on a poster. This guy <laughs> was exciting. He probably that version of Ronaldo is probably the most exciting player I ever seen in my life. He was. You Absolutely. had to watch. You had to watch Man United play. DJ mm-hmm. Drogba was my favorite player, but Ronaldo was something special. It was like, it was crazy. And mm-hmm. then the, the I feel like the move to Madrid. I feel like that was a weak move. Go get your 500,000 euros a week, play with the best players in the world, and then he should have, I feel like he should have stayed where he was. He was going to be a, a, a legend. And then the fact yeah. that, because the thing is, it's like his legacy is already written. He's already yeah. going to go down as one of the greatest players to ever play football. Absolutely. But he's adding, he is messing his own legacy up doing certain things that he doesn't have to do. Like Exactly. Exactly. And and this is a, this is the exact same thing I talked about on the show last week. And I said, he is wrecking his legacy. Your legacy is solidified already. Why do you need to prove more of a point? And we came down to the conclusion that is Ronaldo's ego. He's an egotistical player. And that's yeah. pretty much the reason why he keeps trying to find his way into getting that the seven Ballon d'Or that he knows he's not going to get playing like this. I so, mean, like, he's fighting himself. He's not even fighting Messi anymore, bro. Yeah, I feel like honestly, I feel like you guys are not taking in the fact that Manuel failed Ronaldo. <laughs> let's let's be hundred percent here because Manuel has failed. Ronaldo. Man, when you started, when Alex Ferguson went, right? When Alex Ferguson left, mm-hmm. Manu has just been going down. And when you guys get a, it, listen, I promise you, Vic, if we got Hazard right now, right? The way he's been playing at uh, uh, Real Madrid hasn't been so Hazardy. But if we got Hazard again, I bet you Hazard will come back into form, like not all the way like he used to be, but he'll play like Hazard. Because we have a structure for him to come play in. Manu have no structure. And now they need a scapegoat, which is Ronaldo. I refuse to believe what Akinde is saying, that it's Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Ronaldo. No, it's not Ronaldo. You guys have a great gem that's Ronaldo. You guys just do not have the, the, the competent board or, or owners because they don't care. Mm-hmm. So, hold like, on. I understand what you guys are saying. He's ego. Yes, we all know what Ronaldo is. Let's be honest. Everybody knows what a type of guy Ronaldo is. So mm-hmm. if if you guys gonna get, well, that's why I said I I said I didn't want him at Chelsea. Uh, but uh, uh, AC, have I not said that before? Yeah, you did say that. I said yeah. I do not want him at Ronaldo because he doesn't fit at Chelsea. He can't because we we don't have the players for him to be Ronaldo. But Manuel, mm-hmm. as big as they are. As big as and as much as noise they were talking last year, Bruno, Bruno, Bruno is gonna give him the service. We got one Basaka. That's what I'm saying. You guys are no. The blame still sticks on freaking Manu. They have no. Look at their coach. Look at their coach. Is that Ole? That Ole as their coach. And then you bring Ronaldo into Ole to Ronaldo. Where's the respect there? Mm. See, Paul. This is the this is the thing. This is the 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 problem is that 
if you're really that guy, if you're really good like that, oh my God. you just have to look at Luis Suarez, bro. And Harry yeah. Luis, Luis and Harry Suarez and Harry, in 20, and Harry Kane. Luis Suarez in 2013-2014, that's what, that's what the best attackers do. They mm. don't need service. The structure doesn't matter. Brendan mm. Rodgers has proven to us that his team don't have any structure. So we I'm being serious. Luis Suarez is what Luis Suarez is what is the way that you're talking about Ronaldo, but that's not what he is at this point anymore. Good players carry the team. Liverpool used to win games four to three, three to two. Ahmad, I understand what you're saying. Again, you're eluding what the point I'm trying to make. I'm saying Every, like you, let's let's say Ahmad, what you say, I test. Let's let's just go to I. You seen that Ronaldo? You seen that Ronaldo is not of Ronaldo like Suarez was in 2013, where Suarez was take was literally the team. We seen that Ronaldo can also do that. He can be just really just himself, be the team. But what I'm saying is, it's freaking 2022. Ronaldo is not the Ronaldo of 2016 or 2014. But he's still Ronaldo. He still has soccer IQ. He still is a goal scoring machine. But if you don't have a structure for him to come to, why did you buy him? Mm. So that's a that's a very very interesting take. Actually, that's a very interesting take right there. And uh, I kind of feel like it it actually holds a lot of weight if you if you look at it. But Again, what Ahmad said is very correct. What Ahmad and Akinde said is very correct. If you're at the highest level, you will find answers. And that, I feel like that's just something that Ronaldo is not finding because he needs to understand sometimes you be the guy who create who who has who gets the service, but also sometimes you need to be the one to create the service. But he, right? Vic, Vic, that's what I'm saying. He can't We've all seen it. We've seen the games from Real Madrid to Juventus. The mm. board, the coaches should have known, okay, this guy, we, this guy's game is now limited. He's now limited, but he's still great at what he does. He can't make his own service anymore. He can't do whatever anymore. So, literally, mm. Juventus and Manu have failed Ronaldo. Then I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really say that Juve failed Ronaldo. I think at the end of the day, Ronaldo was eating up way too much wages, and Ronaldo had to go because they needed players to perform. And what 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 it was happening was making Juventus a handicapped team with Ronaldo just being there. Because then the system all became attached to him, and he made them weaker. Okay, but whose fault was that? Whose fault was that, though? Whose fault? It's not, obviously, it's not Ronaldo's fault. But at the end of the day, you have to look at it in a way where it's like. How are you going to elevate your team? And can you depend on just one man for the rest of the fucking maybe maybe like four or five seasons? Sometimes you don't have that time. You have you you bring in a certain players to to kind of like to to be the ones to kind of like stable stabilize what you need to do for the moment. But after that, you need to plan for the future, right? And I feel like that's kind of where Juve kind of got uh, a little messed up. But then they realize they realize at one point they're like, we gotta get rid of this guy, bro. Because at the end of the day, he was eating up massive wages and he stopped producing as much as he was 
gaining. You know what I mean? So they had to make a decision and they had to be like, okay, Ronaldo is also aging. So how long do we keep Ronaldo for? Because we need a younger guy who's probably going to need to take us for another decade, right? So, mm-hmm. and I think I think that's the way Juve looked at it. And now Manchester United will probably be looking at it the same way pretty soon here. If they have sense, if they got the right no, people up Manu, there. This is Victor. Manu has no sense. Like I told you, like I told Ahmad already before, like, listen, mm-hmm. Manu... They don't. They're not a football team anymore. They're yeah. a brand team. So they don't. Yeah. The owner. The owner doesn't care if Ronaldo. The owner wants. To, matter of fact, the owner wants Ronaldo to stay even five more years. Because he's looking yeah. at it like, listen, I don't care if we, we, as long as we stay in the Premier League, as long as we got Ronaldo, as long as I got the drama and the media to sell Ronaldo and Ronnie. They don't care. They're still making money right now. Probably more money than they made last year because they got Ronaldo on their team. So that's true. If you got like, think about this. Think about this all this time. Liverpool, nothing's happening over there. Maybe we had a little Salah doesn't pass the ball. That's the only thing we've heard over there. But of Manu every week, I mean, Chelsea had that one Lukaku incident. Spurs, okay. But the thing too, this this is this is something. Okay, this is something that goes on at United. First of all, okay, so. Vic asked me about Ronaldo. I know it's not just Ronaldo. I've said this so many times. It's not just Ronaldo. It's the team too. But like I said, when Ralph when Ralph has come in and we have started to, you know, generate and create more chances and Ronaldo is still not performing. He's not the only he's not the only problem. Rashford is there. Bruno's there. All the other guys are there. Now, with the with the new thing. Like, oh, yeah, you always hear drama about United. No, do we hear anything about Lukaku at Chelsea? You see, remember how, remember how Ahmad, you know, Ahmad said United is the biggest club in the, in England, right? Yeah, possibly in the world. When Lukaku was here, what were we hearing every single week about Lukaku? His touch. Okay, so... Why why when why aren't we really hearing it in Chelsea now? I mean that's a good question. That's a good okay. That's a good question. I see what side you, you get see like you it's not see you can't you can't bring you can't say oh we always you always hear drama at United and everything. Where cause like unite bro, this happens with all this happens with every single player at United. Paul Pogba, Fred, McTominay. <laughs> if there were any at any other club, there was a pat. There was a, if there were any other club, you wouldn't be hearing about these dudes. What's it called De Gea? De Gea at a point was having a. After all this dude has done for us, De Gea was having like a rough patch uh, last year. Towards like at the beginning of the year, basically like for half the season, he was having a rough patch, and that's all we were hearing. Saying bring Dean Henderson in. You hear that's what that's what the freaking journalists were saying. Yeah, yeah. United are bro. United are the biggest cl- like we are the biggest club in England, bro. So what are the journalists going to do? They're always going to come to United. They, they want all the news at United, all the feed at United. Mm-hmm. You don't hear that with Chelsea. You don't hear that with Liverpool. No, no disrespect to Liverpool. Liverpool are, are a huge club. They're a big club. No, you don't hear that Tottenham. You don't hear that Arsenal. You don't mm-hmm. hear that on any of these clubs. It's always United. I go, okay. on Twitter. I go on Twitter. I hear, Lukaku today did not score. Have we heard anything about that? 
Mm-mm. I mean, how, how much if Kepa was at United and he misses that, do you know the amount of noise that would have come out saying, "Oh, the the team is 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 distraught. Uh, people are fighting with Kepa." That's what we'd be hearing. Whereas mm-hmm. those are all fake. Some of them could be true, but those are fake. Now look at what now. Okay, Ronaldo has come now. Look at look at all the stuff that's coming out uh, at United now. But that's mm-hmm. what Ronaldo's, I, Ronaldo's, I, Ronaldo's, I think. Huh? Let me ask Wait, you I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. Ronaldo is ruining the team. Players are coming out and everything. I was so pissed when I heard that because I know there. See, there the the positives and negatives of Ronaldo coming. The positives, obviously, you know the the sales and everything. You know he generates money. Also, he brings this winning mentality. And so, when players started coming out saying they didn't like Ronaldo, I knew it had to do with probably the winning mentality. They were leaking stuff and everything. They were saying Maguire was having um, altercations apparently with Ronaldo. But I knew that this had to do with. Ronaldo probably saying like this, this was the first time that these dudes have are facing someone who would tell them how it is. Because Ole was like a yes man. Ole would if 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 he Ole saw you feeling bad after your performances, Ole would always come on come on uh, the interviews and tap saying, Yeah, you know, passion and desire. Passion and desire. That's 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 what that dude would be saying. Ronaldo's <laughs> come now. Even but I can do. This way, trying to tell no, you. Wait, 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 Paul, Paul. Even because <laughs> no, because I don't like, bro. I don't like the way you're 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 talking like that, saying like, oh, like you you know this too. Like United have, bro. We're the biggest club. Stop. There's always going to be there's always going to be stuff, fake stuff. Coming I came there from the I've place. Heard. I'm saying this is my question. Okay, this is my question. I I'll let, I'll let you speak. My question. What? Let me ask you a question. Then you can have it. I'm just I'm just trying to have one question. My question right. is that. I already said this. This is what Manuel, this is what you guys have become. A brand team. So this is what you guys are. You went to get Ronaldo just for brand so you can push your thing. Maguire, you like Maguire. That's why you said eight eighty million dollars so these guys can still I team. like Maguire. I mean look what's look what's going on. You guys are not doing anything. I you like Maguire. Are you, you, love, you love listen, you love the media, you love when the media is the video is talking about you guys every time because it's, ma- it's money, it's money. It's not, bro. So bro. Ole, you guys I'm... love Ole. You guys they're making fun of Ole every every time. Keep the bro, the board and them. They say keep Ole. He's making money for us. If you guys was was a football team, you guys would not be having these problems because I'm when Fergie bro. when Fergie was not when Fergie was here, and he those problems, he'll hash it up. And the, the thing, okay, so the thing is. Things started to go down when the Glazers got um, owned United. This was back in 2005. So, yes. so the, the Glazers, that's when things went down. I don't know because we were supposed to get someone else before that. But Sir Alex Ferguson, see, Alex Ferguson is par- part of this downfall. You know that, right? Oh, yes, yeah, because he yeah, is the one downfall. that actually allowed the Glazers He's the one that, let, that bro, was... bro, see, Paul, do your, bro, I, this is my club, bro. I know about my club, bro. We were supposed to get someone else, but Alex Ferguson decided to take the Glazers. So he's he... part of this, too. Even when he retired, he could have gone for Pep. Who did he go for? David Moyes. So don't, don't sit here and say, act like Alex Ferguson was always, you know, he was always our savior. 
he's a he's the for me he's the goat. He's the greatest of all time in management. I think Pep is probably going to surpass him in that. But right now he's the greatest in my opinion. But he is part of this problem too. He's part of the problem. And also when Ole was here, you see what the dude was doing. He was trying to keep Ole in the job. So he's part of the problem. He's part of the problem, bro. Like. Bro, I understand, yeah, the Gla- like, bro, the Glazers, what they, I don't want the Glazers here. I'm not just blaming, I was never just only blaming Ollie. I would always, if you go on my Twitter, I'll go, I'll go at Glazers too and Ollie. Because what Ollie, Ollie is a yes man, and they brought him in. The manager before, the manager before Ollie was Mourinho. People said he was toxic, but somehow we did better under him. And people are saying that Ollie, Change the vibes of United. How does that make sense? What did the dude win here? What did he win? That's just positive negativity. That's positive. Like that's what that's what the fans are spitting out. Positive negative. Sorry, toxic positivity. That's what they're. That's what they're spitting out. That's. Amad, what, what do you think? So the problem is that at United. They have the media is huge and they have a lot of guys that are they're toxic. Guys like Rio Ferdinand, guys like Patrice Evra. They'll go on TV, they'll do anything for a dollar. They'll so, say anything. They got Ole in a job. They're talking about give the manager more time. The manager knows what he's doing. He's lying. And they know that they're lying. But because they'll do anything for a dollar. They'll say anything, and they're on the major platform. They are the face of the club, and this is what people see. The owners are American. They don't know anything about football. They only know what the people that work for them tell them. That's all they know. And if the people that work for you are telling you, oh, yeah, well, Rio was on yesterday. He said Ollie's a, a good guy. Oh, Rio was a legend for the, for the club, right? How long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. He's a good guy. He, he, he's on our side. Boom. It keeps going. So the situation is really messed up, but I don't know. They There's a lot of stuff that needs to happen that needs to change. So it's just it's just one of them ones, you know. Mm-hmm. And one more thing, sir. Just one more thing. Also with Gary Neville, too. That, <laughs> that dude annoys me so much because <laughs> when Ollie was here, he was like, oh, uh, give him more time. Give him more time. The players that he's playing are, are are fine. Ragnick comes in, and this dude starts to criticize everything this dude does. And we never saw that under under Oli. It's it's so annoying. What's wrong with being retired? This guy, Rio Ferdinand, was talking about. Oh yeah, I couldn't let Ronaldo go to City. I called him up. Blah 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 blah. You called him up, and then what? Did you oh yeah, that? he was. I remember that he was trying yeah, to he, get the, the fans in for emotional, like he did something to bring Ronaldo to. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Ferdinand is a fucking cool. My bad. I'm, I, I didn't. I didn't even <laughs> all right, all right. Um, I think we've we've passed. Uh, we're reaching up for uh, forty-five minutes about talking about Manchester United. So I think if we, in a context where we're going to, if we were to talk more about Man U, it'll probably take days. So we should yeah. move away from that for sure. Um, but Akinde, I'm gonna head back into like your uh, one of your last statements where you said 
um, um, Manchester United will not achieve top four. So now let's switch it over. Who do you think will achieve the top four spot? Who are the candidates? Who are the candidates that you can get there to that top four uh, position? Um, should, I, should I name the top, like the fourth? Or just yeah. the one that's going to get the fourth? Okay, should he name who's gonna win it too? Who's who? uh, Like, who are your candidates for it? For me, I know mine. Mine is Arsenal and Tottenham, or Wolves. But okay, so candidates for the top four. Okay, all right. My only okay. My only one is Arsenal. That's it. That's Arsenal. Arsenal. Just Arsenal. Yeah. Why? Why do you think Arsenal? Um, because for the pat, like, okay, yeah, they had a rough, you know, start to the to the calendar year but mm-hmm. since the city game they have they've been they've been winning like they've been winning games and even yeah. games you're not even supposed to win they just clutch them out we saw against the wolf against yeah. um wolves you see what happened uh, mm-hmm. right at the end like they were down for a while like everything was not going their way and then Lacazette wasn't even having a good game but mm-hmm. Arteta trusted him you know left him in and you know you saw the re- the rest is history. You saw what happened, right? Yeah. right. So, like they just they don't look like they're going to drop any points. And the, mm-hmm. I've seen their schedule too compared to United's, and like this their schedule is from now because I, I think they still have to play Chelsea, us and Tottenham. But besides that, and yeah. Liverpool. Besides that though, like they don't really like their schedule right now. It's looking easy. But United, we have to play our next game is Man City, then Tottenham, I think, then Liverpool. And then um, between that, we have Atletico Madrid too. So I just don't mm. think we're going to get um, like you know I don't think we're going to get enough points to stay with them. And they have three games in hand against us, and they're just I think three points behind us. Yeah. So, so it's not. I a, think. Yeah. I think you. I think you're absolutely correct because another thing I'm going to pose is pretty much like uh, Arsenal has three games, three games in hand on Manchester United. So. If Arsenal win those three games, that puts them in a position where they're right below Chelsea, I think by one or two points. And by two points. Then, by two points, right? And then pretty much now Chelsea has to win, so they will power the pressure on them. But there's also Tottenham. Tottenham is creeping. They have two games in hand on Manchester United. Not three, but two. And they're only three points away from Arsenal. So that tight that race is so tight over there. Yeah. Um I think at the end, judging by quality and coaching ability, I think definitely I think Tottenham. I think Tottenham. I don't see and, it. And I think Arsenal might go six, uh, go fifth. Ahmad, what do you think? So Honestly, I I'm thinking about it and situations, you know. I I don't know. It, it's difficult to say. It's difficult mm-hmm. to say. But you make you make good points about the situation. I think Arsenal is going to get fourth. They are. They're the most equipped, best equipped to get fourth, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Really a big Arteta fan. I don't think he's the best coach, but Arsenal's a big club, and I feel like the fans carry that team, honestly. Mm. The fans have a lot of power over there. They're the one that really started the whole thing where fans have so, a voice. The sack culture. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I think, yeah, Arsenal is my only one that I really have in the top four. Okay. And Paul? Mm. I, before I answer my question, I just want to ask this question. The only reason why Ahmad doesn't like Ateta is because he falls under Pep. I caught that. <laughs> but anyways... <laughs> I just want to say that. I wasn't difficult to say, but you can just say what it is. Uh, <laughs> of course, of course. I mean, Spurs, I see where uh, Vic is coming from. You're looking at Conte, you're looking at Teta, three games in hand. It's tough, but I feel, honestly, we just, oh, with, with Conte, I know he's, they just beat my city, right? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah, they beat Man City. Yeah. They just beat Man City, and then that game was like, okay, okay, but still, you gonna understand. He also didn't he not lose three two to West Ham. Yeah. So and it was just like what two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah he lost uh, three two three two to Southampton, I think. Southampton was the team. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but Atleta and Arsenal. They can. They looking more. They're looking at that. They're the teams that. They're the team that like uh, are more stable. Like you, like the safe bet. So if mm-hmm. I was gonna bet on West Ham, uh, West Ham, I don't know. Well, I mean, West Ham is still in it. Oh yeah, they're still there. They're, 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 still they're, fifth, it, but, they're, they're fifth right now. But uh, three games right in hand. You know what? You know what? You know what? The game. The game in hand is is where it's at. So I'll just ha- I'll probably go. You know, I heard that it's it's better to have the. I don't know who said it, if it's Vic who said it, it's better to have the points than the games in hand. Mm-hmm. But this one I'd have to go with Ateta because I know he can get those three games. Mm, okay, those are very good. We'll we'll, we'll judge those um, as we go closer towards the end of end of the season. I think there's just 12 games left now. I think 12, uh, 12 or 13. For some teams, some teams have 14, 15 games left, which is madness. Like the the, the league is moving at such a frenetic, frenetic pace. And um, now we want to touch on Man City against Liv- uh, uh, Man City versus Liverpool. Is the title race really on, or is it just a facade? What do you guys think? Because I think. City winning against Everton, which was a brilliant game by Everton. Um, as much as I like, I like I like Lampard as a as a as a coach and a manager, and I'm seeing what he's doing so much with Everton. And uh, but this was this game was amazing, honestly, to watch the way that Everton pressed the hell out of City, and in some spurts, and then they exploded. And Kevin De Bruyne had like four or five um, giveaway. He turned he turned over the ball like four or five times in this game, and um, but it was something special to watch. The, I think honestly, City got lucky with that uh, field forwarding goal, but uh, it it is what it is. It is football. It's the game we love. If anything can happen. But did any of you guys watch this game? Oh, yeah. I only watched the highlights. I watched the game. You watched the game. I can do. What did you think of it? That game, I feel so. I feel so bad for, for um, Everton. They did not deserve to lose that game mm-hmm. at all. Because I was from from the jump, they looked like the way they were just pressuring City too. Like they weren't and defending properly in the low block. Like they just looked very good throughout the whole 
except from you know from the mistake from um what's his name uh Keen his name Keen yeah Keen yeah, yeah Keen. like besides that like they just look so good defensively so I just feel so bad for them yeah. because that was that game was looking like a that game was looking like a draw because I don't know what, I don't know like Man City needed this they needed to win that game and they right. did but and, the and, way, and, yeah what are you saying let's also touch on the fact that. I believe that it was a penalty in the 80th yeah. minute, and then didn't give it right, yeah. and uh, that was just even more heartbreaking for Everton because they had worked their socks off for of this game and had it to just rip out of their hands just like that. But that's what City does. That's what takes what great teams do, and City is a great team. But um, I still think that should have been a penalty for sure. That was definitely a handball. And I feel like I feel like the prem is is moving on some type of double standards bullshit yep. because like it, um, that happened against uh well, well, Tottenham against Tottenham Romero. right and Romero and and basically they gave a they gave they gave a, a penalty for that so um, why would VAR not give that uh, Felix was saying that it was because of a bounce on the floor on the on the field and then it hit um, it hit. What's his name on the hand? And but I was like, still, still, does that really matter? Did they give a damn when they were given the penalty to the city against Tottenham? Did they give a damn that the ball had bounced? No, they didn't, man. Like, you know, so it's gotta like it's gotta be in a way where it's like, you know, not double standard and you're you're, you're calling it both ways, you know? Yeah. Like Guys. I was like when when I was talking to um, Felix, too. We're talking to him on the group chat. What Romero did, he was not, he didn't mean to do that. Mm-hmm. His arms were just wailing in the air. You're not supposed to have your arms like that. Right. Romero was trying to just, you know, he's trying to protect himself, but at the same time, you just, like, you, fuck it, you just gotta let the ball hit your face. Go mm-hmm. do what you gotta do for your for your team. Right. Same thing, like, like he didn't do, it wasn't intentional, but it was a pen. That's, that's the rules now. Same mm-hmm. thing with Rodri. It was not intentional because the ball bounced, but it was because of the the way his hat his arm moved. So it w- that had to be a penalty because right. the same thing happened last week with Man City. But of course, you know you know how Man City are. You know how the refs are with them. They're not going to call that. Right. If that was Jaka, they're calling it. Mm-hmm. So that's how that's how I feel about the situation. Absolutely, and. Everton really give gave them a really good game, and uh, I think honestly it should have it should have been a tie, should have been a tie, or even 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 uh, better. I think Everton might have even gotten a chance to win this game at some point, but uh, it is what it is. Football, right? What can we do? Um, we move. So now let's talk about the the is is this title race really on, or is it just a facade? Right now, with City still not dropping points, even after dropping points to Tottenham, and the and the and the title race getting blown wide open. Ahmad, what do you think? Guys, get some popcorn, get you a Gatorade, and get you a nice a ten out of ten girl for the night because this title race is booming. Liverpool is here, baby. We are here. We are going to make some noise. I'm telling you, we got the trophy today, right? Oh because my God. You Chelsea boys are sick, and I love it. <laughs> we got the trophy today. We're going to get the Premier League. 
we're gonna, we're gonna, don't worry, don't worry. This we'll, we'll, season, we'll, we'll, we'll touch, we'll touch on the on the Carabao Cup final as well. For now, just go ahead with the title race. This this title race is ours. It's ours. We are mm-hmm. we're three points behind City. Three points, and the crazy Nothing thing much. is, we're, we're six getting now. we're getting better. We're getting better with with each game that we play. And guys coming in like Luis Diaz, he changed he changed the whole situation because now we got the champion of Africa. He came back a different player because if you don't watch Liverpool often, you won't know. But Sadio Mane hasn't he wasn't really playing at a good level for the past eighteen months. But he ever since he came back from winning the African Cup, he's different. He's back. He's got more. He's got life in his legs again. He's playing like the way he used to play in like 2017. He's got the energy. And then, oh my God, Jota the Shata. When the ball comes, it's going in the back of the net. This man, but after Bernardo, uh, I don't, you know, I don't like that guy, but he's the best <laughs> Portuguese player. But after Bernardo, Jota's the the second best Portuguese player. Out there, this guy is Damn. different. Cristiano Ronaldo? Uh, no, no, Jota. that dude. Let's just move on. We don't with Ronaldo, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So all I'm saying is that we we're gonna win this league. I can. I've got a great feeling about what we're doing, where we're at. This season is gonna be so special for all the Liverpool fans, and I just, I'm just, I, I'm here for it. I can't wait to just laugh. In my guys like Paul's face and just at the end when it comes to May and June, oh, oh, it's gonna victory is gonna taste so sweet in my mouth. Even today, I know we're gonna touch on it later, but ooh, I'm just it's it's, it's delicious. Carabao cups <laughs> over my rivals. Ooh, <laughs> listen, Ahmad, 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 listen, I'm telling you right now, bro. I'm telling you right now, listen, at the end of this season, at the end of the season, you don't want to hear this, bro. Oh, you thinking you thinking City is gonna gonna choke, but you're understanding you guys might choke too. You see how yeah. you guys played in the finals, but it's okay. Let's just say I still got City winning the ch- the ch- uh honestly, I'm afraid of <laughs> Liverpool. Yes, but I promise you every morning I pray that you guys lose. You pray. <laughs> You pray. <laughs> City is gonna win the, the Premier League. No way, no way, no City way. City is They're... winning the Premier League, bro. I mean, you guys gonna choke. You guys have got how many games left? Uh, twelve. Yes. You're gonna choke in some of these games. Who do you still? Who do you have to? Who's which the big games that you guys play? We gotta play Manchester United again. That could be we... a, that could be the doubtful Manchester. Oh, no, we're going to finish them, especially if Ronaldo's playing. That's easy. Well, we're finished. We're tired. We're done. Well, we're done out here, bro. <laughs> the only thing about Man United is because it's our biggest rival that makes the, the games are difficult sometimes when they don't need to be. The game that we went to Old Trafford and won 5-0, that's the best game I've ever seen in my life. That was the most enjoyable game I ever watched as a as a football fan. I was just like imagine like the people that you hate the most you just huh. go and kick their ass like that. Oh my goodness. 
it was Maybe. peak when 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 Pogba got the red card and started smiling, bro. It was peak, bro. I bro. 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 Wait, who you guys only have Manu left on your schedule to face in the Premier League? That's good. And who Arsenal. Got? And Arsenal. Oh, I'm gonna no, no. get it done. They got they got Everton too. Oh, oh, and, oh with Frankie. That's a light work. Come on, don't do that. Yo, <laughs> that's light work. You're bringing up Everton like that's a team. That's light work. We own Everton, bro. You you might be surprised during the season when this that we're gonna re- revisit this conversation and Liverpool might not be on the winning side. Hey, hey please keep the recording because at the end of the season it's gonna be peak for our mod. It's oh, this great peak. The recording is going up for Listen, sure. Let's go. Ahmad, you started. You started a war. You won't finish, man. You, this is just the beginning. I want you to go back to these recordings and think City. And City's gonna choke. You're crazy. Oh man, you know what? I'm gonna mix my Carabao Cup with a McFlurry tonight. <laughs> oh yes, sir. Oh yes, sir. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay. Um, right now Liverpool is down six points to City. Um. I think in about like maybe one game they go three points closer, but if City keeps winning, you can forget it. Um, another thing too, uh, Chelsea is also behind you guys. Don't forget that as well. Come on, and, bro. bro there is there's still 15 games left for Chelsea, <laughs> and Liverpool have um, 13, and uh, City have. No, Liverpool have 14 and City have 13 left. So, just just let it go, bro. I can't let it go because we came so we came so tight in the season, expecting so much, but then things just didn't go our way. Injuries, COVID, blah blah blah. You know all that. All that mean, City and Liverpool have to lose at least three each. It's possible, bro. This is the prem. It's possible. But anyway, we move. Let's move on to the Carabao Cup um, game against uh, City, uh, against Liverpool, against Chelsea. And man, what a game! This was this game was so intensified for the whole one hundred and twenty minutes. It was unbelievable, man! It was un fucking believable. And honestly, I've got to say, Liverpool is good. But bro, we are better. <laughs> and the fact, the, the fact, the fact to the matter is, you guys are lucky you won, but you won off penalties. I'll give you that. It's the worst way to lose, absolutely. But man, what a freaking game, bro! We scored three times. They called it offside. Looking back at the Lukaku um offside, I don't think that was offside, bro. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think, I don't think so either. I looked at it as well. I need to know what VAR is really judging these offsides by. No. Like, are they the judging hand. it by the hand? Are they judging it by your leg? It's by the hand. Not any part of the body, bro. So that doesn't make sense because you can't score. With, you can't score with certain parts of your body. So they should, they should cut it off at the arm, like at the sleeve, right? That's where they need to cut it off. After that. Make the long, make the long one hundred. Because right now there's a lot of uncertainties going on around that. Yeah. But um, I, that, I, bro, like I've seen, I like the line is so like 
it had to be ancient, like bro. It didn't, bro. Yeah, that didn't bro. look up. That did not look upside. Honestly, I think VAR definitely needs to revisit this outside thing and they need to make it 100% like where there's no uncertainty. Like, you know, if part of your body is out past past the player, you're offside. That's that's how they need to put it. And they need to make that law put in stone. Now, this game, oh my Lord, bro. Like, first, I think it was first three minutes, Pulisic almost scored. But Kelleher stepped up to the plate. And this is the thing with young goalkeepers. You give them this chance, especially in such a big game, they're willing to fucking step up. And he did just that. Um, then Mounts, oh my, I don't know what's going on with Mounts, man. Like, I, not not only from him not finishing the two chances that he had, and Pulisic gave him such a nice ball in the second half, and he hit that ball on the post. And I was just there thinking, like, what is going on with this boy? Now, not only that, if you watch his set pieces as well, the set piece was just, goddamn. I don't know who the hell was taking that set piece because <laughs> that don't sound like Mason Mounts, bro. And um, heading into this game, like, we thought, like, there was so much. There was so Obviously, it's Liverpool against Chelsea. There's so much animosity, you know what I mean? Like, it's such a rival... It's such a rivalry game, and you expecting like to go out there and just fucking give blood and thunder, come out with a W because you fought for everything. And boy, they left it all out on the pitch, man. Havertz got a header, Kelleher saved it, and it went inside the net. Offside, freaking Lukaku scores. Offside, Havertz scored again. Offside, I was just like, what the. Fuck? Mendy Edward Edward Mendy took the ball out of the net a few times, bro. Watching some of the saves that he was making, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, Mendy 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 uh Mendy stopped that goal scoring opportunity for Mane, and uh, who was the person that took that shot, the first shot before? Um, who who who's the who's the what's his name? Is is it Kieta? Is yeah. it Kieta? Not Nab- Nab- okay. okay. Nabi took, took the shot and then Mandy fucking stopped Manny point blank in an open net. That was unbelievable. That was unbelievable. Now, um, posing the question, should Toko have taken Kepa inside have taken Mandy off to replace him with Kepa for the penalties? What do you guys think? Yeah, I think yes, because in a cup final like this, a league cup, you have to you have to show all of your players that you trust them because mm-hmm. the squad is just not for a few games for one competition. It's for across four competitions. Everybody needs to be on board. We know yeah. that Kepa's great at penalty shootouts. You have to mm-hmm. play him. He right. should have honestly played the whole game from the beginning. That I thought been... so. Yeah, I thought, I thought so as well because I was like, Kepa's the reason that we're actually in this final Yes. So why don't you play Kepa in the final? But I guess like you have to go with like the best possible, um, the best possible um, what do you call it? Uh, placement that pretty much guarantees you the highest percentage of winning. Yes. And Tuku came out and said after the match he has no regrets. Obviously Chelsea lost in the penalties, um, eleven ten, with Kepa who came in to save 
the penalties, didn't save a single one out of out of ten penalties, and then he missed his own penalty. I can't write this shit, bro. <laughs> like this, mm-hmm. this can be, this cannot be made up. Like you came in to save the penalty and you missed the penalty, and boy, that was a goal kick that he was taking. I don't know who he was trying to send that ball to, but my god, <laughs> yeah. why did why did they even make him take the penalty? Because. Not- it, once, once you reach, once you reach the ten players, then the keeper now takes the the, the next penalty. Oh, and I man. think, I think after that, then it resets back to like the yeah. first person, and you go again, and you go until somebody wins the game, right? So, but I don't think I've ever seen it go this far. I think I've I've seen keepers uh, kick after like maybe six penalties, but I think that's like in a different uh, a different rule out like tournament altogether. But this was definitely different. This was very different. You forgot last year, United. Oh yeah, in, in Europa. Europa. <laughs> and Villarreal beat you guys there. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. But man, so I, I, I think I don't think Kepa like the like it happens. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Before That's like really the nice. games before like the games before that they call him up. Like you guys are the reason you guys won the, what's it called the what's it called super, the super cup. Super cup. He's the reason why you guys won that too. There, yeah. there was a penalty, um, shootout too in the Carabao Cup this season that you guys had. He's the reason yeah. why you guys went through too, yeah. right? That's what that's what I'm saying. Kepa is the reason that we're in the finals, right? Because he saved our ass a lot of times, man. Yeah. So but um, it, it happens. The slander. I don't think there should be really that much slander. So, yeah. yeah, no, no. I think honestly, the, if you want to put the slander, you put it on the guys that missed the chances. Yeah. those were p- pinpoint chances and should have been buried. If it was buried, it would have probably been like three <laughs> zero. Yeah, to be honest. And uh, Van Dyke was interfering in that in that uh, uh, VAR offside call. He was interfering with the play because he had his hand on his waist on. Reese James' waist, and then basically when Reese James had to go back, he was getting interfered from that, right? So, yeah. yeah. Ahmad, how do you feel, bro? You're Carabao champion. You get to move on in 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 February with a title, heading on into the title race, and um, it looks it it's gonna give you guys a little bit of momentum for sure. Ahmad. Yo. Did you hear what I said? No, can you repeat that last part? <clears throat> yeah, I was saying um right now you guys are pretty much like in a good in a good form because basically now you've won the Carabao title. And uh this gives you guys a little bit of momentum now pushing in for this uh, title race if there is a title race, right? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that like I said earlier, the title race is on and we're coming into form right now. The good thing is that <laughs> the good thing and the, also the thing that I don't like about the league is that teams play Manchester United real scared. If you notice, when teams play Liverpool, when they play Chelsea, they give everything that they have. Mm-hmm. With City, it's like, I don't know if it's about the money or the players that they buy, but teams are already going into the game thinking, well, shoot, they do, they spent all of this money on X positions and we just can't compete with them. And it's like they kind of give up before. 
you know, before they even uh before the game even ends. So that's a thing that but hopefully teams some teams will have a go at them just so mm-hmm. it'll make it it'll make it easier for us, but we'll win every game until the season's over if we have to do it. Are you saying you're gonna win every game from now on, AC? Yes. That's a big call. That's a, a, a massive. Oh, that's a big. Uh, Mod, you answer the question properly, and then why did you? Why did you answer Paul, bro? I'm out, bro. Let me tell you something, bro. You guys are hyped right now. You got Diaz. You got Salah. You know what I'm saying? Playing basic. Then you got uh, Money, the guy that you hated. Now you're back on this bandwagon. Okay, you guys are shooting off some stuff, but <laughs> you saying you're gonna win 15, 14 games on a run, no loss? Yes, sir. Wow. Damn. No draws. We've done it before, and we have to. Yeah. Win now we have to because Klopp is has to win. This is what I was saying earlier. Klopp has to win multiple leagues because people don't. Give a excuse my French. They don't give a fuck about your owners. Don't help you out financially. People only look at the resume. What did you do? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, nobody's gonna be here to defend him and say, "Oh well, the owners didn't really spend money like that." Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. But that's a lie you... because the owners did spend money. Not like not like our competitors. Like not like our competitors. Not like City. Not like Chelsea. Not like Arsenal. He's working under budget. He's been working on a budget since he got here, which mm-hmm. is not an excuse because he knew that before he took the job. He it's not like they were telling him, "Hey, you take this job, we're gonna spend a whole bunch of money for you." He already knew mm-hmm. what it was, but he's the right man for the job because he was doing that since he was in Germany, making people like Marco Royce look like God, Mario Götze, Matt Hummels, Robert Lewandowski cost nine million pounds. From mm. Poland, he was a nobody. Mm-hmm. Klopp was telling him they were in training. He was telling him, "If you put that upper ninety, I'm gonna give you a hundred pounds." He was. That's what he does. He's he's a mastermind of player development. Mm-hmm. I don't even think that Klopp is technically technically. I think he's average. I think the people around him help do a lot of the te- uh, tactical work, but him his uh, man management. His ability to tap into players' minds and talk to them, you know, and and uh, it's just that the player development is very it's crazy with him. I mean, think about it. The best left back in the world is who is Andy Robertson. It costs seven million euros. <clears throat> Absolutely, that's is crazy. Andy playing right now like that? Is he shooting off? I've been paying attention. Yeah, Andy. Andy played today. I think the other left back that I got is better than Andy. It's Which better. one? Uh, Simikas. Simikas? Yeah, Simikas is pretty good. He's better technically, but the thing about the thing about Klopp is that you don't. It's just you want to play hard for him, even if right. your technical ability is not the greatest. I don't think that Jordan Henderson is a great footballer. He's a good leader. He has good intangibles and. With the with the man with the management that he gets, it boosts his level to mm-hmm. a, a, another level because even I mean Mo Salah's good, but he's not he's not R nine level. He's not like that, but just the fact the system 
and Klopp's uh, mentorship, it just makes you go a lot, a lot harder. Because mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, Mo Salah's a great player, but he's not, he's not like, he's not Ronaldinho level. He's not that type of player. But just the environment that he's in, and the and the uh, the mentorship, it just it, it just makes you play. The mm-hmm. numbers are crazy. I think this guy has like a hunt. I think he has over 150 goals and like 170 appearances. He scores a goal every game. That's well, crazy. I mean, goes yeah. a lot, guy. Yeah, that and I honestly think Salah still want. I, I honestly think Salah is the best in the world right now. I mean, he's I, the best in the world right now. I gotta admit, but he's still a fucking bitch. Excuse me. Ronaldo Silva. Ronaldo Silva. What you mean? What about Bernardo Silva? What are we talking about, Bernardo Silva? I was just, I was doing that to troll because at the point, uh, people were saying Bernardo Silva was better, was um, better than Salah in the Premier League. Oh, oh no. I was just I was trolling, though. Bernardo Silva, like, has, has, like... You see, the difference between Salah and Bernardo Silva... Okay, can I say Bernardo Silva is better technically as, like, an overall player? Bernardo Silva is better when he's on fire, but yeah. it, comes in, it comes in spurts. But yeah. Salah is just all year round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, what Bernardo Silva is doing, Gundogan was the one doing it last year, so... Yeah. So... It's like you never. Maybe it's because Perp. Maybe it's Pep. It's like, hey, maybe Pep doesn't like when players maybe have two, three bad games. Like you know what, you're done. You get yeah. go back to bench, yeah. and then Bernardo Silva comes in. Then he goes hot. Then when he gets cold, what's this? Pep just brings in going then. Oh, oh, Kevin. It's like one of three players is going hot at, yeah. at Man City. Yeah, it's. I think it's it's uh, very much evident to the system that Pep has built, which is pretty much uh, letting the players know that your position is never safe. Anybody can come and take you. Everybody's expandable, and that's that's literally why all these players are out here balling because they know if they don't ball, they're not gonna play the next game. <laughs> to yeah. be honest, right? Because Pep Pep just buys a whole bunch of people in their position. And just be like, oh, you're not, you're not scoring, you're not performing. It's okay. We have another system player that's gonna come in and do that job that you don't want to do. So boom, come out. And that's the, that's that's. I think that's why I I still would call Pep the goat because he is just brilliant in the way he does it and his philosophy and how he kind of gets everybody kind of ticking. It may not be like a man management thing, but honestly, honestly to God, bro. The way he does it makes it work, you know. It's it, it feels like the the boys and the and the and the players are all being man managed, but really they're not. It's the system. <laughs> so the results speak for themselves. This is a results business. And exactly. As much as I don't like Pep, the results speak for themselves. I mean, all obviously we can always add context, talk about money, blah 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 blah. But the same way that Klopp needs to win trophies, mm-hmm. Pep is winning them. And whether he's getting a lot of money or not, it doesn't matter because some people have money and they're shit. So mm-hmm. even if he does have certain advantages, he still is producing the results. So he's gonna go down as uh as one of, as one of the greats, I think. 
Mm-hmm. For me, Klopp, if Klopp, I feel like, I've said this already before, I feel like Klopp is better than Pep, but I probably, I probably was lying to myself. But if Klopp wins this Premier League this season, I feel like Klopp is a better uh, manager than uh, than Pep, just because of what he's done with um, the limited, uh, you know, Resources, yeah. but is he is he really limited though? Yes, Paul is very limited. Okay, okay, very limited. I see limited compared to Pep. Okay, okay, okay I Make guess. Sense. Make sense. Makes sense. We gotta Make, think looks, about it, guys. Makes one hundred percent. When 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 Klopp came, our starting striker was Christian Benteke. On the left hand wing was Jordan Ibe. That no, was what Danny doing. That was. Oh my goodness. Lucas, the team was really bad. And terrible. We didn't invest. We've only ever bought, we've only, all the players that we bought, I was never excited about them. We bought Sadio Mane. He was good, but he was at Southampton inconsistent. Sometimes he on the bench, sometimes he played. We bought Mo Salah. I wasn't happy about that. What the hell are we buying Chelsea rejects? For thirty million dollars, when our competitors they're buying strikers, wingers for sixty, seventy. They buying real players that we keep here, uh, shopping at Dollar General. So <laughs> I wasn't really. We only ever <laughs> the only players that we've bought that 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 they was like okay, we're really putting money down is Virgil Van Dyke, Allison, Fabinho, and Nabi Keita. Those are the only players that we bought, and I'm like okay. Yeah, we we're serious. Besides that, it's everything has been a bargain. Mm-hmm. Let's buy a bargain and let let Jurgen do his magic. But listen, this is where not, you're not giving Klopp the. You're saying he's a he's the best one of the best managers. Okay, let's say what it is. Let's say that Klopp knows he's one of his biggest strongest attributes that he knows how to spot players. No, I don't mm-hmm. think that. I don't think that's him alone. Because it's, it's, it's his uh, it's his recruitment. It's a team, yeah. Okay, but it's his recruitment. But he has to he has to be confident enough because he's the person who hired this recruitment team. Well, okay. I'm not really, I'm not taking anything away from I'm not taking anything away from Pep though. I'm just saying what Klopp has done with that team. Look where Andrew Robertson came from. Does anyone remember where I know I know Ahmad knows where Andrew Andrew Robertson came from, bro. This dude was at Hull City. They got relegated. Mm-hmm. And he got Andrew Robertson. Who, bro, think, like, who in the right mind would go and bring Andrew Robertson to Liverpool? Because he's good at scouting. That's, yeah. I, so that's what, that's what, that's what, but, but look, remember, remember what Ahmad said too, like, the way Pep just, like, he just knows how to talk to his players. Like he just knows, like he knows how to develop them properly, mentally and physically. Like mm-hmm. he could, like he could have got a better left back, but of course, limited again. He went for Andrew Robertson. Uh, what's it called? Trent came from the youth. Like bro, like all these guys. Even what's his name? Um, Joel Matip was a free transfer too. He was a bro. Like look, all the guys, bro. Salah too. Mane was coming from Southampton. Come on, bro. Like and Mane- Joel Matip. I mean, he's better. He's starting in Southampton, 
but he was still playing. He was doing well at Southampton, but he wasn't really a starter because he was inconsistent. And mm. then he called Liverpool, and look what he's doing. Like the the type the guys. That's why I say like, if Cop wins this, I I just feel like he's a better manager than Pep because he's just been limited, and what he's been able to do with his resources has been mad. Like he won the he won the Champions League, then the Premier League the next. Bro, come on, come on, come on. And Pep has had all the money, and he still hasn't won the Champions League. Come on. We went to the Champions League with James Milner starting <laughs> in the midfield. Bro. <clears throat> People are coming to us with some real, 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 real ball players in the midfield. These variety type of guys. And we have to play James Milner because why? The owners don't invest in the team. But come this on, guy, bro. Where did, where did they play James Milner at? Come on now. Bro, come on. Seriously. <sighs> James, first of all, James Milner is a freaking champion. Plenty of champions. In his freaking cabinet, okay. His so let's not try. To, let's not try to downplay James Milner, bro. His That's bones are cool. old and tired. Come on, bro. Let's not try to play James Milner. He saved Joe's ass so many times. He's such a great utility player. That's what makes Milner so great. You can't just downplay James Milner like that. I'm not down. No, no, no. I'm not downplaying those. Man, I'm talking about a mud. Talking about James Milner like he was nothing. Like, bro, but Bob, you know, now, you know, now, love James he, Milner. That's why he played he, James but, Milner. But the thing, but the thing Ahmad is trying to say is that look at Milner now, though. You haven't really got a replacement for Milner. If he yes, needs. they have. Who? What you mean? They got. They got. What, what? What position was Milner playing? Right back, left back. He was playing everywhere. So I know, but who's okay? But who's when? He usually played. Uh, I'm not correct me if I'm wrong. He usually played in the uh, midfield. Yep. Okay, so, okay. All right. So <clears throat> now they got Nabi. They got all kinds of midfield players now. But Nabi has had his histories with injuries. And look at oh, Alex okay, but they still want to got a player. I'm saying no. I'm saying. I'm see. Look. I'm again. I'm bringing. I have to bring back the Pep situation. Pep has like three guys in one position for world, every position. world class. World class. He's, either they've come in average and he's changed into world class, or they've come in world class and it just made them better. Maybe the players that co- co- Klopp doesn't have are world class. Klopp just made them world class. No, but I'm saying mm. Klopp. But the thing is, I'm saying they had, they had, they had, they had the potential to be world class. Yeah. Thank yes. It's not like the the only players that play at City. It's not like City has the best. No, there's all too many players in the world. And just Klopp, I, t- I told you, Klopp has just got the attributes where he knows how to recruit. That's why he always he can you can put Klopp anywhere on a team, and with just maybe basic like top level funds, he's gonna make he's gonna build that team to be great. Like I might said, he, out of his own freaking big mouth, he said that Klopp, Klopp. <laughs> Let me finish. He said that, yeah, maybe Klopp. <laughs> he said himself. Klopp is not good tactically because, yeah, he's really not good that he plays basic football. But when it comes to man management, which is what he's best at, and recruitment, which is what he's best at, yeah, of course. So you're telling me, like, Milno's Milno's a freaking great player. No, hold on, hold on. If you you have a freaking – this is what Milno was. I know Klopp did, was was playing with sticks and bones, but literally, when when you don't have no left back, 
he would just go, hey, Milner, go play left back. Or you know, on the mm-hmm. right back, Milner, go play right back. Or you know, on the midfield, Bruno, Bruno was playing forward at one point. I right, Paul, Paul. How Come on, no, Akinda, you guys just want to suck on freaking Klopp's oh, penis. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm not taking anything away from Milner. You are. Wait, okay, all right, Paul, Paul. How many, <laughs> how many games has Milner started this season? Hey, bro, we're not talking about this season. We're talking about I'm, what you have done for no. Liverpool overall. But oh, the way oh. Ahmad was talking about it, he was talking about like Milner's just like some doodle stain that he's gonna wash <laughs> off in, in the dryer later. Come but on, Paul, bro. Paul, 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 let me explain it to you like this. Mm. I do not want to pull up to games and my opponents are bringing Ingolo Kante and Mateo Kovacic and I'm bringing on James Milner. That's not how I want to go into games. Bro. Okay, but as in I, James Milner, wasn't James Milner a proven player? Wasn't James Milner a proven player? Proven in the past, we're talking about now, bro. Okay, no, well, okay, now yes, but we're talking about the way you, the way you were saying it. We're talking, about, we're talking about back when when Klopp just came to Liverpool and he had to go swap off. He had to go go in the Man City trash bag and get Milner. Right, that's what you're saying. This is your mouth. Yes, and then, but you gotta understand what Milner has won all them all them times before he came to you guys. When he came to you guys, honestly, Milner was probably the best player on the team. Really, one of the best players on the team because he was a utility player. That was and you and when you put Milner there, he was doing a freaking great job. He's like it's just like another person. Mm. You just mad because it wasn't the player that you wanted. You just mad. Oh man, why are we getting these these boring Milner players when we can get? <laughs> I'm a cello type of player. Like, Paul, come on, bro. Paul, like, you got Paul, to shit on the, the player that, the players that probably, Milner is probably the player that, a leader and a player that probably helped build your damn pop team that you have right now. That's mm-hmm. very true. That is, that's very true. That's just true. That's mm-hmm. true. But it's time to move on, bro. Oh, I get it. You guys have moved on. on. I don't see Milner playing that, that much anymore. But yeah. my, 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 this is where I'm, I'm mad because when Ahmad opens his big fat mouth and then wants to lie to people, wants to, wants to put misinformation in the world and say, well, we didn't have players. No, you had winners. That's why Klopp was intelligent <laughs> to bring Muna over. I mean, for crying out loud, who was the old Man City uh, coach? What's his name? Mancini. was playing the hell out of Muna. Probably, probably overplayed him. He played him so many times. So if Mancini's playing him, and come on, bro, stop. I'm just, I'm just talking about. See, look, I'm never going to take anything. Yeah, you did, Akinde. You took oh, everything. Wait, hold up, hold up, Paul. Let me talk. Paul, let me talk. Jeez. Paul, let me talk. I'm, I'm never going to take anything away from Milner because where he's come from, from Leeds, all the way to now. Where he's come from is crazy. I'm not taking anything away from him. What he has done for each club, it's not just one club that he's been consistent with. It's each club. He's been very super consi- uh, consistent. He's a very good um, um, player for, for the team. Whatever the coach tells him to do, he will do. He's a very good leader for the team. You know, like, but now, me, what I'm saying is... Milner is getting old. And I just want you to tell me, like, I bought them again. I don't want to keep bringing them, but I have to bring it again. The Man City, like, the, their team compared to Liverpool's team 
Again, Man City have like three world-class players in one position. Zinchenko can play. Zinchenko can play in the center mid. He can play the left mid. Uh, sorry, left left back or right back. Cancelo can play in the mi uh, midfield. He can play left uh, left back, right back. Like they have, they just have the guys everywhere. And it's not just one guy or two guys. It's three guys in those positions. Liverpool again. They are very. They're a thin squad. Besides, be like besides their um, uh, what's called their uh, uh, starting lineup and a few guys on the bench, like just what's it called Thiago Silva, Kiate, and then I don't probably like one more. I forgot what's his name. What's that um, center back? Kanate. I don't know. Is it Kanate? The the new the new center back. The new one, yes. Those yeah, are like, Those are like only the. People I rate, but besides that, like Henderson is not the same player anymore. Milner is not the same player anymore. Like there was a game, there was a game again. What, what, what was the game? It was against Chelsea. Like I was praising this dude. The next second, this dude almost fucks up. I was praising because Ahmad, Ahmad was like this nigga shit. I was like, bro, Ahmad, why are you going at this nigga? Bro, I, the next like bro, bro, the next minute, this dude fucked up bad. Like he got out, like he got outpaced by uh, Foden. I think yeah, it was it was Foden. He got our piece by it was even a goal. They scored. Foden was the one that scored. Like it was a nice touch. Foden ran past him so easily. And then he scored. Correct me if I'm it was it was the game that it was like at the uh, beginning of the season. Like there's just moments like here and there. Like you see Pep not Pep, you see Klopp is not playing um uh, what's it called Milner the same way he was playing him back in 17 or 18. He's not the same guy anymore. And Liverpool, I don't like they don't have they don't have the you know they don't have the guys to fit in those roles. That's why Klopp is always fighting for the Premier League only or the Champions League. He can't mm -hmm. do all four. Right. Absolutely. But uh, honestly, I think Klopp, Pep, Tuko are brilliant managers. Yeah. But uh, that's it, guys. I think I think we've run out of time. We've, we've uh, covered pretty much everything we needed to cover. Um, I want to thank everybody who's going to listen to this podcast. I might stop sleeping. <laughs> um, uh, so oh, he's uh, asleep now. Yeah, Paul, go ahead and drop your socials where, 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 people, where people can find you, and uh, you know, facts. Okay. Uh... You know, my IG, I only got an IG, so really, to be honest, it would be Paul Katz. How can I even say it? P-A-U-1-K-A-T-Z. Okay. And uh, Ahmad. He's gone, bro. He's gone. <laughs> Ahmad is sleeping. Um, if for anybody who wants to know context on this recording, it's actually... I think it's almost four o'clock in US right now, and uh, that's where that's where Ahmad and uh, Paul are from. And um, Ahmad just got back from a flight actually uh, this evening, and basically just jumped on the show. So thank you, Ahmad, for joining us, even though you're over there snoozing. <laughs> Glad we could get the show done. And uh, I want to thank everybody in advance for listening to us, uh, joining us on the show. And uh, just just to let you guys know, like, go ahead and share. I want to ask you guys to share with your friends, um, share with your family, share with whoever's going to listen, because you never know who will like the show. 
And uh, thank you so much for listening. It's It's been a very long one and it's been a very late night. It's like 2 a.m. right now in Calgary. And uh, yeah, cheers, guys. Thanks for thanks for joining us today, and um, have a have a great night. You too. Ciao.